You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Jennifer Langosh, who covers the Cardinals for MLB.com. Jen, we've hit a milestone in the other season. We had Thanksgiving. Now we have winter meetings and the holidays and then... Basically, it's the season, Jen. But before we get to all, all of that good stuff, how was your Thanksgiving? It was very nice, Danny. We left St. Louis, traveled to Indiana, where my husband Matt's family is, and gathered with uh, his parents, brother, they're his family. So we had a very nice holiday there. Audrey's first Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, hopefully she enjoyed watching us eat all the food. <laughs> She didn't get to I'm partake sure in it, but it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's for, right? You just get to watch at that age, and then eventually you participate. That's right. These holiday season, it's like a, it's a new test in parenthood, right? Because right after <laughs> Thanksgiving, I put up a Christmas tree, and now I think I'm going to be spending the next month making sure she doesn't pull it down. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all an adventure, Jen. All an adventure. <laughs> well, I'm sure Audrey enjoyed. I'm glad that you guys had such a great time. And now, Jen, we're down to business because the Cardinals are kind of sitting. They're they're hanging out right now. We're just waiting for them to to do anything. But we do have we do have a little bit of news to talk about because it doesn't involve the Cardinals, but it affects them. Josh Donaldson, guy's off the market now. We knew he was a potential match, but he's off to the Braves, and that just bolsters an already young Braves team that probably needed that veteran leadership. The Cardinals could have used that guy. So now the market is buzzing about Paul Goldschmidt. Not only Paul Goldschmidt, Mike Moustakis, and we bragged about Paul Goldschmidt, Jen. You and I bragged about how low-key great he has been um, during his major league career. What kind of fit would Paul Goldschmidt be with the Cardinals? And what about Mike Moustakis? How realistic is that? Yeah, to start with Goldschmidt, I mean, he'd be a, both a superb fit, but also a complicated one, Danny. And, you know, we did talk about this a few weeks ago. I mean, you can't argue um, that your team isn't anything but a playoff contender if you land a guy like Goldschmidt. He is exactly what the Cardinals need in terms of a middle-of-the-order bat. He fills a spot on the infield. You would obviously then shift Matt Carpenter to third base. You have a gold glove defender at first. I mean, he checks all of those boxes. The reason, though, that I add the caveat of it being a complicated fit, of course, is number one, what is going to be the acquisition cost in terms of the prospects the Diamondbacks would ask for in return? And number two, he is only under contract through the end of this next season. He'll then be a free agent. So if you're the Cardinals acquiring Paul Goldschmidt, you'd be doing it with the hope that you can then convince him to stay for the long term. Of course, that's a gamble. And if it doesn't pay off, then all of a sudden we'll be here talking 12 months from now about the <laughs> and looking for a big bat for about the third or fourth straight off season. But um, certainly something to keep your eye on. And I know a guy the Cardinals have uh, had some discussions about internally. You asked about Mike Moustakis. You know, now that Donaldson is off the market, you look at other third base free agents and Mike Moustakis kind of becomes, you know, the, the B in that list. Uh, would he be a fine fit? Yeah, he would be. Um, is he that big upgrade, though, that the Cardinals really crave? You know, I'm not sure that he is. I think he's an incremental upgrade over Jed Jerko, who played that position most prominently last year. But the thing with Mike Moustakis this year that's a little bit different than last year is that a team that signs him would not have to forfeit a draft pick to do so. So I do think the Cardinals would have a little bit more interest in him this year because of that factor. 
That's interesting, Jen. It, it just all is, I, I'm just, I would love to get in the brain of, uh, of John Mosellock and, and try to figure out what he's thinking. I know you, you above me, uh, would love to do that, but it just, it kind of baffles me sometimes because you know, the team could, could benefit. And sometimes you just got to take the risk. Obviously I don't know anything and I am a nobody, but sometimes I feel like you just in general got to take the risk and, and see what happens because I think the Cardinals are starving for a guy like Paul Goldschmidt, a guy like Bryce Harper. We've talked about him too. And just, just having the ability to kind of breathe new life into this team that has life, but, but give them some legs, give them some excitement and, and something to, to talk about and, and gossip about. Um, so I, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting to see the ball is going to drop, Jen. You and I both just talked about this. It's probably going to happen after the podcast ends. Bryce Harper to the Cardinals, but um, until then, we wait. We will wait and uh, patiently to see what these guys do. But one thing, Jen, uh, we don't have to wait for anymore was this incredible announcement that the Cardinals made, which obviously thrilled me, thrilled Cardinals fans. These vintage blue jerseys, gorgeous, gorgeous jerseys. Harrison Bader, Ozzie Smith revealed these road alternate jerseys. I believe they'll be worn 13 times. The first time is going to be the third game of the season in Milwaukee, if I read that right. And uh, I just want to let people know that my birthday is coming up. So if you'd like to get me a gift, that that's what I want. Well, and no coincidence, Danny, that they unveil these jerseys a couple of days before Black Friday. So <laughs> and lots of folks around St. Louis are going to be wearing these powder blue jerseys. But yeah, I mean, there seems to be some excitement. I mean, this is obviously not the big announcement that Cardinal fans are waiting for. <laughs> no. That, you know, has to do with Bryce Harper or Paul Goldschmidt. But a nice little, uh, you know, kind of a taste of what we're going to see next year on the field. You know, as you know, Danny, that the Cardinals are, you know, very conservative with their uniforms. I mean, they don't yes. change colors. They don't change patterns all that frequently because they have such a classic look. So um, this is something that took a lot of thought and a lot of time to design a little bit of a twist on those classic powder blue uniforms from the 1980s. But mm-hmm. um that they got really good feedback from when they went to fans and asked if they'd like to see them. So I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of the blue pants that go with the blue jerseys. <laughs> we'll see how this like looks all together. Yeah. Um, but I know Harrison Bader looked good modeling it and was very excited for it. And, you know, for Cardinal fans who remember those whitey ball teams, I think this brings back some good memories. Yeah, it's pretty cool, Jen. And I, I, I'm with you on the pants. I think, though, it could be it could just be this cool, funny thing, because the, like I said, the Cardinals need a little something, a little spice. And I like I like this this edge that that they're bringing back. So I'm excited about these. We'll see if I can get my hands on one of those jerseys at some point. Or another. The other thing, Jen, that we got to talk about is Rick Ankiel because he's on the Hall of Fame ballot for 2019. This is his first year on the ballot. Oh, and by the way, he's mounting a comeback. So let's rewind really quickly because we need some background here. His career is, is pretty interesting. He started as a pitcher and then had to reinvent himself as a hitter. In, in the latter half of his career, and now he's a Cardinals broadcaster, so he's, he's crossed a lot of boxes off, but he, he's not done yet. He feels like he's got some more juice left in that arm. He hasn't played in a major league game since 2004, but he's coming back, Jen, as a pitcher? That's the thought, or that's <laughs> hope. Um, you know, we'll see. A, a little bit of a kink in his plans, and he had to have recent elbow surgery on it in his left arm, so, um, you know, kind of to put – 
push pause on this whole comeback plan. But, you know, he's still planning on trying to rehab through that and then come work out for the Cardinals in Jupiter. You know, I would suspect that at some point he'll sign a minor league deal with the organization and they'll give him an opportunity to to work out at their complex in Florida, perhaps join a minor league affiliate and to see if this is really a realistic thing. But I mean, you bring up the interesting point that, you know, it's very, very rare for a player to appear on a Hall of Fame ballot because you don't get on a Hall of Fame ballot until five years after your retirement and then go and play again. Now, of course, if he were, and this is many steps ahead, but if he were to make it back to the major leagues, his Hall of Fame eligibility would have to be reset until five years after his next retirement. Um, but I don't think that's anything Rick Kankiel is, is worried about. I mean, I don't no. think he's going to get serious consideration for the Hall of Fame. But yeah, his comeback plan still still kind of coming along. Just a little bit of that obstacle there with that recent surgery. He's 39 years old. He would be 40 if if he does end up uh, making it anywhere uh, within the organization. And and I read that you know the conversations were had, um, and and it was talked about. So people are seem to be on his side about this. It's something that that I have never seen um, in my lifetime. And uh, you know we we talked about the ballot. Uh, the ballot seems to be a non-issue, but kind of cool to think about the fact that he's like, you know what, I'm not done. I'm going to give it one last shot. Um, a lot of people, you know, that saying you get to know when to hang up the cleats kind of thing um, comes to mind. But I don't know. I mean, I guess if he feels like he wasn't finished, his career was so interesting um, that he's he's coming back as the thing that he started as. Yeah. And, you know, it's important to him. He has said that he wanted to kind of maybe close the book or close on that chapter of his life. And also he wants to pitch in front of his kids. I mean, is remember dad as a major league pitcher, you know? And so, you know, the way that his career arc was, you mentioned it was very non-traditional. You know, I think it'd be what a special kind of book end to his career. If he were to make it back again, the, the, you know, it's very much a long shot, I think because of number one, how long it's been since he's pitched his age, this recent setback. And then of course the, the yips that he went through when he did pitch is that's going to be something mentally that he's going to have to get over a hurdle again. Um, yeah. but a fun story to follow nonetheless, as we have yeah. Cardinals broadcaster trying to also become a Cardinals <laughs> pitcher. I love it, Jen. I love it. Well, he's coming full circle here, clearly. Um, so yeah, so that's it right now for the Cardinals. And, and like we said, we're just kind of waiting for the ball to drop. We know it's going to drop. We know that they're cooking up something special for this season and, and try to get this team back in contention back, back in October where they, um, they usually spend most of their time. Um, so they're trying to get back to that spot, Jen, but I'm really glad that you had a great Thanksgiving, that things are starting to gear up again. And I always appreciate your time. Yeah, I look forward to next week, Danny. I do think as we go through the month of December, we're going to have a little bit more news to talk about. I'm hopeful that that Josh Donaldson domino kind of gets things stirring here in the hot stove season. And, you know, if anything, it's put some urgency on the Cardinals to to start kind of finalizing what their plans and offers may be. So um, stay tuned. I think we might have some fun stuff to talk about here coming up. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Please, if you need your Cardinals fix, because I know you do, cardinals.com. You can read all of Jen's incredible work there. Follow along on Twitter, everywhere that you can get whatever you need about the Cardinals. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. With Jen Langosh, I'm Danny Wexelman. We'll see you next week.